Welcome to This Week in Royal History, where we take a look at the captivating stories of royals from around the world, across various centuries, and explore the impact that they had on history and society. Through their triumphs and tragedies, these royals shape the world we live in today, leaving behind legacies that continue to inspire and intrigue us. So sit back, relax, and journey with us through time as we explore the enchanting and sometimes tragic lives of the royals who have captured our hearts and imaginations throughout the ages. The Tudor's Dynasty Podcast. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Five days after declaring the marriage of Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon null and void... Archbishop Thomas Cranmer stirred the already tumultuous political and religious landscape by making a shocking proclamation on the 28th of May, 1533. In a dramatic twist that caught the entire kingdom off guard, Cranmer boldly declared the validity and righteousness of Henry's marriage to the captivating Anne Boleyn. This unexpected declaration sent shockwaves throughout the realm, as Henry and Anne had already been married for approximately five months. To add further intrigue to the situation, Anne's undeniable pregnancy was prominently on display, leaving no doubt about the imminent arrival of the first child. The news spread like wildfire, igniting fervent debates and heated discussions among courtiers, clergymen, and commoners alike. The arduous journey leading to this pivotal moment had taken Henry and Anne seven long years. Their relationship had been shrouded in secrecy, surrounded by whispers of scandal and forbidden love. But now, with the Archbishop's bold affirmation, their union was elevated to a position of unquestionable legitimacy, thrusting Anne into the role of Henry's lawful wife and Queen Consort of England. The entire kingdom held its breath in anticipation as Anne, adorned in regal splendor, was crowned Queen Consort on the 1st of June in 1533. It was a historic occasion for Anne because she was the last Queen Consort to receive a separate coronation from her husband, solidifying her status as a significant figure in her own rights. The dazzling ceremony marked a new chapter in English history, brimming with hope, 
excitement, and a touch of trepidation. However, the fickle winds of fortune would soon shift once more, casting a dark shadow over the vibrant court. In a devastating turn of events less than three years after her coronation, Anne found herself at the center of a harrowing storm. Accusations of adultery, incest, and treason engulfed her, leaving her fate hanging in the balance. The once dazzling queen consort, whose rise to power had captivated the nation, now faced a heart-wrenching descent into tragedy. Get ready for a captivating journey through the intriguing life of Charles II, a man whose story is filled with twists, scandals, and dramatic events that will leave you on the edge of your seat. Our adventure begins on the 29th of May, 1630, when Charles, the son of Charles I of England and Henrietta Maria of France, graced the world with his presence at St. James's Palace. Little did anyone know that this charming prince would become a central figure in one of the most turbulent periods in English history. Fast forward to 1642, and the stage is set for the commencement of the English Civil War a conflict that would shake the nation to its core. As the war raged on, Charles found himself seeking refuge in France, where his exiled mother had already taken shelter. With the Republic taking hold in England and his father tragically beheaded in 1649, Charles's dreams of being crowned king were put on hold as a shadow was cast over England. But fear not, for our adventurous prince wasn't one to stay idle for long. In 1648, Charles embarked on a daring journey to The Hague in the Netherlands, seeking solace with his sister Mary and her husband, William II, Prince of Orange. As fate would have it, the Republic began to crumble in 1658 with the demise of its leader, Oliver Cromwell, opening up a path for Charles's triumphant return. Now, the year 1660 proved to be a momentous one as Charles, now celebrating his 30th birthday, makes a triumphant entrance into London as Charles II. The city erupts in joyous celebration for the restoration of the monarchy marks a new era filled with hope and excitement. Love is in the air as Charles takes a bride in May 1662, uniting England and Portugal through his marriage to Catherine of Braganza. However, their union fails to bear fruit in terms of children. But that doesn't stop our charismatic king from sowing his wild oats. With at least seven mistresses, Charles becomes the proud father of numerous illegitimate children, causing quite the scandal at court. As the years roll on, political tensions rise. Parliament grows increasingly concerned about Charles's Catholic brother, James, potentially ascending to the throne. This sparks the exclusion crisis, a thrilling saga where Parliament strives to exclude James from the line of succession. But our spirited king, loyal to his family, opposes the exclusion, leading to a dramatic dissolution of the Parliament in 1681. Amidst the political upheaval, England faces another challenge, the dreaded bubonic plague. From 1665 to 1666, the nation is ravaged by this deadly epidemic, with an estimated 100,000 lives lost in a mere 18 months. 
Just when they thought it couldn't get any worse, disaster strikes again with the infamous Great Fire of London on the 2nd of September, 1666. The flames devour 13,200 houses, 87 parish churches, St. Paul's Cathedral, and most of the city's administrative buildings, leaving a trail of destruction in their wake. But alas, every thrilling tale must come to an end. Charles bid farewell to this world on the 6th of February, 1685, at Whitehall Palace. In a surprising twist, he converts to Catholicism on his deathbed as part of a clandestine agreement with the influential Louis XIV. With his passing, his brother James II and VII steps into the limelight, taking up the mantle of the monarchy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As we journey through the annals of history, we come upon a pivotal moment in the tumultuous reign of King Henry VIII, where love, tragedy, and the quest for an heir intertwine in a tale that will leave you breathless. Brace yourself as we step into the world of Henry's third wife, the gentle and beloved Jane Seymour. Amidst the echoes of tragedy and the shadows cast by the execution of his ill-fated second wife, Anne Boleyn, Henry VIII found solace and renewed hope in the arms of Jane Seymour. In a remarkable twist of fate, their union was sealed at the majestic Palace of Whitehall on the 30th of May, 1536, a mere 11 days after the execution that sent shockwaves through the kingdom. Jane, a beacon of quiet strength and serenity, proved to be a balm for Henry's wounded heart. In October 1537, the couple's quote-unquote love bore fruit as Jane gave birth to a precious gift, a son named Edward. Joy and celebration filled the halls of Hampton Court Palace, for Edward was Henry's only legitimate son to survive infancy, a cherished heir to the throne. However, as fate would have it, the hands of destiny could be both cruel and capricious. Just 12 days after giving birth to the future Edward VI, Jane's radiant light was tragically extinguished. The kingdom mourned the loss of their beloved queen, and she found her final resting place within the hallowed walls of St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle. In a poignant twist of fate, Jane's departure from this world became forever entwined with Henry's own journey towards the inevitable. When the tumultuous reign of the infamous king came to an end in 1547, he found his eternal rest beside his cherished third wife, Jane, a testament to the profound impact she had on his life. Born on the 25th of March, 1404, John was the second son of John Beaufort, 1st Earl of Somerset, and Margaret Holland. His lineage boasted illustrious ancestors, including his paternal grandfather, the renowned John of Gaunt, 1st Duke of Lancaster who was the son of the revered Edward III of England. Through his mother, he also traced his descent back to the formidable Edward I of England, 
adding another layer of prestige to his family tree. The path to prominence was unexpectedly laid before John when his elder brother passed away in 1418, propelling him into the role of 3rd Earl of Somerset. His journey of valor and adversity began when he fought alongside his cousin, the famed Henry V of England, during the French campaigns in 1419. However, fate dealt him a cruel hand as he was captured by the enemy and endured a grueling 17-year imprisonment, yearning for freedom and the chance to reclaim his rightful place. In 1438, the chains of captivity were finally broken, and John returned to his homeland, setting the stage for the next chapter in his eventful life. In 1439, he embarked on a new journey of love and companionship as he married Margaret Beauchamp, with whom he would have a daughter named Margaret. Little did he know that this union would play a significant role in shaping the future of England. The year 1443 marked a pivotal moment for John as he was bestowed with the title of Duke of Somerset, a testament to his valor and contribution to the realm. Eager to prove his mettle, he once again set foot in France to engage in the ongoing battles. It was during this time that an intense rivalry took root, as he clashed with Richard, 3rd Duke of York, further fueling the flames of animosity between the Yorks and the Beauforts. However, fortune would turn against John once more. Suffering defeats and faced with mounting challenges, he returned to his homeland, only to be met with a tragic end on the 30th of May, 1444, at the age of 40. His passing marked a turning point in the turbulent landscape of power, as the dukedom passed to his younger brother, further fueling the already simmering animosity between the Yorks and the Beauforts. And here's an intriguing tidbit that adds a fascinating layer to our tale. John's daughter Margaret, born on the 31st of May, 1443, took her place in the tapestry of history by marrying Edmund Tudor in 1455, thus establishing a lineage that would eventually lead to the rise of Henry VII, who would become the father of the Tudor dynasty. Step back in time to the intriguing era of medieval Europe, where alliances were forged, claims were contested, and the fate of a kingdom hung in the balance. Our focus now shifts to the remarkable life of Catherine of Lancaster, a woman whose lineage and marriages intertwine the destinies of England and Castile. Prepare to be enthralled by a tale of power, family, and enduring legacy of a remarkable woman. On the 31st of March, 1373, Catherine made her entrance into the world, the daughter of the illustrious John of Gaunt, Duke of Lancaster, and the enchanting Constance of Castile. Her father, a son of the formidable Edward III of England, had his sights set on expanding his influence, and when he wed Constance in 1371, he saw an opportunity to claim the throne of Castile through his wife's rights. With the backing of Portugal, John of Gaunt, his duchess, and their daughters embarked on a journey to Castile, fueled by ambition and the desire to press their claim. By 1387, the stage was set for Catherine's own marital union. Her hand was bestowed upon Henry, the son of King John I of Castile, cementing an alliance that would shape the course of both kingdoms. 
In September 1388, a tender exchange of vows took place as 15-year-old Catherine joined in matrimony with her young suitor, 9-year-old Henry. Little did they know that their union would blossom into a partnership that would leave an indelible mark on the realm. Tragedy struck early as Henry's father passed away in 1390, propelling him to the throne as Henry III of Castile. The bond between Catherine and Henry bore fruit as they welcomed three children into their loving embrace. However, their happiness was tinged with sorrow as Henry's life was cut short in 1406, leaving Catherine to navigate the turbulent waters of regency for her one-year-old son. Standing side by side with her brother-in-law, Ferdinand I of Aragon, Catherine assumed the role of co-regent, ensuring the stability and prosperity of the realm. But alas, the fickle hand of fate would soon intervene. On the 2nd of June, 1418, Catherine took her final breath, leaving behind a legacy of strength and resilience. Now here's a captivating tidbit to ignite your curiosity. Catherine's great-granddaughter was none other than Catherine of Aragon, the formidable first wife of Henry VIII of England. Prepare yourself for a tale of ambition, political intrigue, and tragic fate as we delve into the captivating life of Thomas Howard, 4th Duke of Norfolk, a man whose lineage and aspirations entwined him with the tumultuous landscape of Tudor England. Brace yourself for a journey through treacherous plots, forbidden love, and an untimely end that would leave a mark on history. It all begins on the 10th of March, 1536, when Thomas enters the world as the eldest son of Henry Howard, Earl of Surrey, and Francis de Vere. Raised in the Protestant faith, he grows up amidst a time of religious upheaval and shifting alliances. His destiny takes momentous turn in 1554 when his grandfather, Thomas Howard, 3rd Duke of Norfolk, passes away, bestowing upon him the prestigious title of 4th Duke of Norfolk. As the Duke of Norfolk, Thomas finds himself at the forefront of English military affairs. In 1560, he assumes the role of the commander in the English army, leading with strategic prowess and negotiating the pivotal Treaty of Berwick with the Scottish nobles. The intricate dance of politics and power becomes his domain, shaping the destiny of nations. But as with all great figures, Thomas's personal life was filled with his own share of triumphs and tribulations. He enters into three marriages, each leaving its mark on his journey. In 1555, he weds Mary Fitzalan, whose life is tragically cut short in 1557, after giving birth to a son. In 1558, he finds companionship in the arms of Margaret Audley, a union that bears four children but is marred by the cruel hand of fate as Margaret passes away in 1564. Undeterred by heartache, Thomas seeks solace once more in the embrace of love, marrying Elizabeth Leyburn in secret in 1567. Yet their happiness is short-lived as tragedy strikes once again, with Elizabeth's untimely death a mere nine months into their clandestine union. It's during this tumultuous period that Thomas's path becomes entangled with the enigmatic Mary, Queen of Scots. Fueled by ambition and an audacious desire, he endeavors to secure a fourth marriage 
this time with the imprisoned queen. Yet this ill-fated romance becomes entwined in a dangerous web of political machinations, leading to his involvement in the infamous Rodolfi plot, a conspiracy to assassinate Elizabeth I. But the wheels of fate had a different idea, and on the 2nd of June, 1572, Thomas Howard was executed. He dreamt of power and forbidden love, leaving behind a legacy tainted by his daring schemes. And that concludes this week in royal history. Thank you so much for listening again this week. If you'd like to hear this episode commercial-free in the future, please consider becoming a patron over on Patreon. You can find links in the show notes. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tudor's Dynasty podcast. You can follow and support the Tudor's Dynasty podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon at Tudor's Dynasty.